Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I'm joined with special guest, Ali Faith. Ali Faith is of 103.7 KISS FM. For almost two decades, she has been waking Milwaukee up with her positive energy and her greatness. So uh, we reached out. We surprisingly got a quick answer. And here we are. So without further ado, how you doing, Allie? Hi. How oh are you? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm looking around. I'm just like, mm. oh, my God, we're here in the studio. This is it. This is the Kiss <laughs> FM studio. Welcome to it. Oh, this, this has been your home for quite a while. A long time. Almost uh-huh. 20 years. Man. Which is crazy. Well, this building, like, what would you say, like, in your time being here, how, like, the meaning of, of just calling this place home? Um, wow. Well, I've seen a lot of people come yeah. and go. Yeah. I actually was thinking about this because my kids asked me how many morning shows I had been through on yeah. this station. And it's six. Six morning shows. I'm the only one that's last. That's right. And so I've seen a lot of people come and go. Yeah. I've seen a lot of great people. I've met a lot of great people. And there's been a lot of experiences, you yeah. know, in this building over the years. It's a lot of history. A lot of history. Well, I've been mm-hmm. listening to you since middle school. Mm-hmm. And and for me, that's, you know, to mm-hmm. finally put the voice to the face. Yeah. And um, yeah. I'm I, old. I'm so happy that you're here with me. You're not old. Stop <laughs> it. I'm glad that you reached out. Oh, man. I'm happy, happy you accepted. <laughs> I was happy to do it. I was like, okay, you want to interview me? Let's go. Let's what go. you got? <laughs> But it's, it's, it's uh, you know, surprisingly through this journey of just, you know, interviewing people across Milwaukee, Southeast Wisconsin, um, you never know what you're going to get. I bet. And I don't want that to sound cliche, but it, it oh. truly is that. Like, through mm-hmm. these interviews, you you get to know people. And, and mm-hmm. like, like with you, it's surprising when you do get someone of, you're a public figure here. You're, mm-hmm. you're to me, you're a celebrity within <laughs> Milwaukee. So to, to actually have you here, it's like, yes. <laughs> Well, you actually, I you have me here. Yeah, you're on my turf now. <laughs> I'm on your turf. Yeah. So that's great. Um, again, thank you for, you know, agreeing to this. Thank you for yeah. uh being on. So you ready? Let's I'm ready. Let's, I, thanks for having me. And like ooh. thanks for wanting me to be a part. I think that's cool, you yeah. know? Like I feel like Milwaukee's my home now, so yeah. I know you're like focused on that. So yeah. I'm happy to do it, you know. It's the, it's the pride of the city. Mm-hmm. Bam. <laughs> So, um, where were you born? Uh, I was born in Arkansas. How embarrassing <laughs> to say that out loud. Um, born in Fayetteville, Arkansas, but then only lived there for a year. Yeah. And we moved to Southern Illinois, my yeah. parents and I, and that's where I grew up, was in Southern Illinois. That's uh, that's actually kind of like my, uh, my story, because I was uh-huh. born in the South Bronx. Okay. Jacoby Hospital, mm-hmm. St. Jacoby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like six months later, I'm here in Milwaukee. Yeah. So you don't yeah. really remember living there. No, yeah. man. I've always been back and forth, but mm-hmm. you know, I love New York. New York is uh, my, my family's there and I did, mm-hmm. it's kind of rooted. You yeah. Know? I love the East coast. My yeah. dad grew up in Jersey. So I spent wow. okay. I, twice a year. We used to drive <laughs> to New Jersey two days. It would take to drive there yeah. and we would do it. So it, we'd go visit my grandparents. Those road trips. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've driven to New York before, but yeah. like, Oh my God. Now we would fly. But yeah. Well, that's then, right. Back then you drove. I took my whole family to mm-hmm. to New York two summers ago. Okay. Right after the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And 
right when it was clear that you could go. Yeah. But back to saying you were from Arkansas (laughs) and then you moved to Illinois. Illinois is where I grew up. Southern Illinois, Carbondale. Mm -hmm. Okay, Carbondale. Yeah, it's like 30,000 people. It's Southern Illinois University. (laughs) So it's super diverse because of the college, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Because everybody from Chicago, it's the farthest you can get in state. Okay. Away from, you know, yep. your parents or whatever. <laughs> Still go to college in state. We're independent. Yay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. College is party. Yeah, it was a party town. It was one of the top party schools for years when I was a kid. See, that's something you got to take pride in. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's good. That's where I went to college then. I stayed. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so what was your upbringing like? Um, it was pretty like middle class to upper middle class. It progressed over. I was the youngest of, I had two sisters. Oh, and wow. we were, you know, one of them is eight years older than me. One of them's five years older. So I was the baby. Okay. So we were kind of always raised like we didn't, you know, we we didn't have money, but we were really raised like we were really broke. <laughs> like, I mean, my dad taught me how to be frugal. Let me tell hey, you. Man. You know, you got to do what you got to do. do Balling on a budget. I appreciate it because I think it's helped in adulthood. Oh, know? definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm one that thought like thrifting when I was younger was like horrible, mm-hmm. but now here I am. You oh, know, I, love I, it. The pants I have on are from thrift. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's. I'm a bargain girl. Yeah, I'm man. With you. I love it, it feels man. Feels good to get a bargain. <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's right. It's good stuff. Yeah. So my dad was a professor mm-hmm. and my mom was, went to college. I remember her going to school when I was little. That's awesome. Getting her master's degree. I remember like going to her office <laughs> and then she became a school psychologist. And oh, wow. Yeah. But I was alone for a lot of the time because my sisters were finally were gone. Yeah. But I was athletic. I did a lot of sports. I swam mm-hmm. competitively. I played basketball, softball, tennis, you know, did two a days. Get it, yes. oh, <laughs> But I think that helped like build some discipline. Yeah. You know, yeah. as I got older. So it's good stuff to be in sports. It helps. What type of kid would you say growing up? Mm. Well, you already said athletic. So we got yeah, that. But I was also anxious. I was a very anxious kid, which okay. I didn't really realize till I was older and okay. went to therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes together when you yeah. become older. Um, definitely anxious, but really outgoing. I've always had this loud yeah. personality. I've always been friends with everybody and always had you know my core groups of friends but i was just one of those people who was the class clown the loudest and i was voted most likely to have a talk show in high school and look at here you are me now you know i always had a big mouth well you know your personality Mm -hmm. did you i mean you know you've had to know since back then Mm -hmm. Did you always know that this is where that personality was going to take you? Um, No, I had no No. idea. No, I thought I wanted to do TV. Okay. I would sit when I was a kid in my room by myself and do fake interviews. Like I was interviewing people and I would have these pretend interviews with like my stuffed animals. Yep. But I thought I wanted to be a news anchor or a newscaster. And that was my goal. And then I ended up sliding into radio kind of by accident in high school and yeah. realized, wait a second, radio is fun. Yeah. You know, TV people love them, but they're really serious. I used to, you know, it's funny you bring that up because I used to do that. Mm-hmm. I used to do, yellow, this is Fox 6 News and here we are. Like, See? <laughs> See, you know, it's a much yeah. more serious yeah. industry. We're all 
media and we're connected, but radio, we're kind of wacky. Like, yeah. We're kind of okay. nuts, like all of us. <laughs> and we have to kind of be to be in this business, I think. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. What type of music did you listen to growing up? <sighs> well, everything. Loved Whitney Houston when I was a Good kid. Good old Whitney. Oh, so sad. She's gone. Loved Whitney when I was younger. But then in high school, lots of, you know, rap. It was Dre. Yeah. It was Snoop. It yeah. was Tupac. I mean, I have so many core memories yeah. from high school parties. With Snoop Dogg's doggy style just playing on repeat in the oh, background yeah. while we were partying. Gotcha. Um, lots of th- those are my my memories are from okay. high school. So I'll tell you, um, well, as far as Dre and them go, when mm-hmm. I was in the kindergarten, mm-hmm. I was going to Riley Whitcomb. That's uh-huh. when Crossroads came out. I just want to say that. <laughs> I let you I boy. was in junior high. <laughs> Phone thugs in harmony. Phone thugs in harmony. Oh my goodness! Uh, Gangsta Lean. All this. I got. You know how many songs I could pull out from? I don't want to age myself. Too you much. get it, girl. You get it. Oh God, I am no. Uh, I th- but I don't feel old, so. Nah, I, I've timelined my whole life mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. through music. Yeah, you know. I remember in in middle school us having a school assembly, and I remember Naughty by Nature. Wow. Was okay, playing. Yep. And I just have this, again, another core memory of everybody. Hey. Oh, hey. Hey. Oh. <laughs> you know, and that's some of the music that helped, did help shape, you know, yeah. what I liked and what I enjoy. I always tell people, and I try to listen to as much different, diverse type of sounds mm-hmm. as you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, ha- you, you, you grow this type of appreciation for life and mm-hmm. just... The meaning behind music. Um, When did radio become a focus for you? Well, I got into it in high school by accident. I was working at a clothing store, a Gadzooks in the mall. Zooks? (laughs) Gadzooks. And a friend of mine who was in college that worked there, her boyfriend worked at the local rock station. Yeah. Um, Because it wasn't a big market where I grew up, Carbondale. But she said, hey, you know, he they need a female to come read some commercials. And so I went in for this interview. I left high school early. I checked out. My mom let me leave. Oh wow! To go for the job interview. This is very. Uh, mm-hmm. This is very brave of you. And I, it was. <laughs> I didn't know what I. I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea. And I went in, and they interviewed me, and they said, "Okay, can you start working Friday and Saturday overnights?" And I said, "I'm sorry, what? I thought I was just coming here to like read a few commercials." And that was it. And I walked in, and they trained me on how to be on the radio. I had no clue. Talk what about, I was doing, no clue. Talk about fate. Yeah. Holy Wild. Shit. It was wild. How long did you do that for? Um, I the Friday and Saturday overnight thing, you mean? Yeah, or yeah, just yeah. I so, stayed at that station like through I started college. So I decided to stay where I grew because I was in high school then. Yeah. So I stayed and I was working there in college. And then I said, I don't really like this classic rock music. I don't know anything about it. I'm too young. So I'm yeah. like playing Led Zeppelin. I'm like 18, and I just want to <laughs> play. Dre and NSYNC. Yeah, was, for sure. It was the it was the late 90s. I was yep. like, I just want to go work at the top 40. So I went to the station in town that was just like Kiss, yep. same vibe. Mm-hmm. And I started working there and just worked my way up all through college. I was working full time at the radio station and going to school. Yeah. So I, I don't feel like I got deprived of any experiences. I feel like I was building my career and still in college having fun yeah. all at the same time. Um. So yeah, Carbondale. Okay, mm-hmm. that yeah. sprung off the career. It did. Who would have thunk? Yep. When mm-hmm. did you finally decide? You know what? You gotta leave I'm the out. nest. <laughs> you gotta 
<laughs> See ya. Um, that's a good question. I had a boyfriend in college who got a job in Los Angeles, and I was so mad that he left. He went to work oh, wow. for Buna Murray. The real world was everything. <clears throat> oh, definitely. Yeah, oh my God, I remember the real I'm world. I'm actually really. He's really doing really well now. He's like producing good stuff, and he's been there 20 years now. But he kind of inspired me because I was like, well, if he can leave, I can leave. I'll show yeah. him. So I sent out three tapes. And I ended up in Wausau, Wisconsin, was my first move away from home job. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's funny you say Wausau. Why? Because on this on this wrist, if you yeah. look, yeah. it says Simcoe. So me and my dad every uh -huh. year, it's in Wapaka. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. Wausau is right there. Mm -hmm. But we go to this uh, this classic hot rod show. Yeah. Every. Yeah. Well, it, it was more consistent when I was younger. Yeah. And I, it, I, I try to get out there with them, but mm -hmm. it, that was our thing. And, um, you know, it's a core it's, memory for it's you. A, it, oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a different, yeah. it's a different vibe. So, yeah. awesome. yeah, it was okay for a minute and I got bored. Yeah. I was, I don't out in the sticks, just a small <laughs> town. Um, you know, uh, just not as diverse as i'd like my setting to be yeah you know it's different it's it's more rural feeling. it's nothing like milwaukee it's nothing <laughs> like milwaukee you know you can be yourself in milwaukee yeah it wasn't sure. like that in wausau i felt like i was it was not for me i got bored really quick there so i started sending out more tapes i said you know what i'm bored let's yeah. keep going mm -hmm. i was ambitious i wanted to keep moving so sent out three tapes got a job in albuquerque new mexico Wow. Mm -hmm. Doing mornings. So I'm okay, Southwest yeah. now. Yeah, it was exciting. Man. So mm -hmm. walk me through mm -hmm. through this, okay. this setting now. Uh, in Albuquerque? Man, that's a culture shift. Like that's yeah, a cu guess. culture shock, I would yeah. say. Yeah, uh-huh. Well, at the time, all I knew about Albuquerque was that's where cops was at the time. That's cops was always on. <laughs> bad boys, bad always boys. Always on. It was, was always in Albuquerque. I used to watch that yeah, show. It was always. I shouldn't have been watching it, but I used to watch it. <laughs> it was good though because I got to live by mountains. Okay. That's like a memory I'll always have. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of mountains in Albuquerque right there. Um, it was definitely more diverse, a bigger city. I liked that, mm -hmm. but I was only there for a year and a half doing mornings, yeah. and then I got recruited to Las Vegas to okay. do mornings. So, and I was ready to go. I just wanted to keep moving up yeah. in markets. So I wasn't in Albuquerque for that long, but yeah. I, I liked it. It was nice. I got to see that part of the country. I wouldn't, and now I know a lot about Albuquerque and Santa Fe and yeah. just areas I wouldn't know. Well, I was actually in Arizona, Sedona, mm -hmm. Arizona. Mm -hmm. um, the first episode I ever did on the platform, mm -hmm. name's Danielle Singali, mm -hmm. which she's, she's, like a sister to me, you mm -hmm. know, uh, yeah. she got married this past summer mm -hmm. and it was in Sedona. Okay. And oh my God, mm -hmm. the Red Rocks. Yeah. It's beautiful. I advise anyone you ever go to the Southwest, you go, you go to Sedona. Yeah. It's, it was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like the videos, the pictures don't do no justice. I yeah. was just in a different world and mm -hmm. just looking at that like the mountains and how massive they are and just yeah. the sunsets there it was mm -hmm. it was truly beautiful it's cool yeah yeah it's a totally different setting yeah yeah mm -hmm. so um so now you're in you're in the southwest mm -hmm. and i go to las vegas now okay that's my next move to go do mornings mm -hmm. 
And I loved living in Las Vegas because I was <laughs> 23. That's right. And I would wake up at, you know, 4 a.m. And I would drive to the radio station, which was right off the strip. And wow. that was exciting. That was an experience I'll never forget. Every yeah. morning, driving towards all the lights, you know? Yeah. And I got to have a lot of fun and do cool things. And there was lots of shows. And It's a sour taste for me for Las Vegas. Really? Um, only because, like, when I first went, mm -hmm. it was, I wasn't of age yet. Ah. So if, if you take, you gonna do? yeah, if, what are you going to do? Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's dry. There's uh, <laughs> dust balls rolling right. past the front yard. Right. <laughs> right. It's like, what do you do if you're a kid? And it's dry heat. Yeah. That it's heat, hot. That heat is pretty. I didn't go outside a lot. That's yeah. the thing about living there. You kind of, I, re I remember going, parking my car and immediately running into my house because it was too hot. Yeah. You just want to get in the air conditioning. That was the <laughs> desert for real. It's like 110. It's crazy. It's it is. Mm -hmm. It's hot. Yeah. So Las Vegas, mm -hmm. that was the next stop. And then I got uh look at us going through the journey I of know. Alley Faith. Everywhere. And then I decided I wasn't happy in Las Vegas because I no. had been put with a new morning show. And if you don't like who you work with, yeah. Good luck. Good it's luck. It's like a marriage. I mean, you're in a small room. Every day. Oh, definitely. At five in the morning. <laughs> and if you're not in a good mood and you don't like each other. You better catch this morning breath. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. You don't like each other. You don't want to talk. To, you're forced to talk to people. Yep. You don't like. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> how did you, how did you, how did you end up getting to Milwaukee? Well, luckily I knew people at Kiss FM okay. from my days in Wausau. That was when the networking all came full circle. See, see how that works? Mm -hmm. Small, yeah. small, small world. world. Small world. And radio is a small world, too. So I had luckily met my boss, Brian Kelly, who's still here to this day, who hired me. Mm -hmm. And I called him up because he had a job opening. And I said, hey, um, I'm quitting my job in Vegas and I want to apply for this job. And okay. get this, he didn't hire me. It was wow. for 10 to 2 on KISS FM, <laughs> 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And I was like, oh, he didn't hire me. Well, maybe radio's not for me. Well, that was not the case. He called me up a few months later and said, hey, Allie, I'm, I have a morning show opening. I yeah. want you to come to Milwaukee. And I was like, oh, say less. Like, say he less. He's like, I want you to do mornings. That's where I want you. I'm like, okay, I'm in. And they were kicking off a brand new morning show. West Ronnie and Alley was the show. Yeah. Um, and so at the time, though, I had gone back to school because I was trying to figure out, well, maybe I shouldn't do radio anymore. Maybe I'm burnt out because I had moved so much over like a five year period. Oh, yeah. I was, I was, you know, like, maybe this isn't for me. I can start over now. And I said, well, I'm in school for this semester. I can't come until December thinking he's going to say, never mind. We'll find yeah. another radio girl. He said, OK. So they kicked off Wes and Ronnie at the time. It was 2004. Uh-oh. And they were auditioning girls in Milwaukee. This is a secret. <laughs> Nobody knows this. This is the gem. This is the gem, everybody. They were doing this guest DJ, try to be on the show, and they would have women. I'm sure, you know, some, oh, yeah. some are going to hear this and that came in and auditioned to be on the show. But I had already signed a contract and they already knew I was coming. So there was no job opening. Oh, my oh boss. wow. Sorry, boss. I'm telling it everything. But yeah. So all these, you know, and then one day I just showed up. So yeah. everybody thought I was like auditioning. <laughs> and I was like, no, I've done it. Like I've been doing. They didn't think I had any radio experience, yeah. but I actually did. So it was kind of funny. They thought I was an intern and all this stuff. Look at that. Yeah. So I came. So um, 
how was that that first day being in the studio? Um, what was that experience? Like? Well, it was weird because they had already been doing mornings together for a couple of months. And I sat down and we didn't really talk about what my role was going to be specifically. Yeah. And since I had already done mornings, I was ready to talk. Mm-hmm. And I think it was kind of strange at first because I was talking a lot, which is what I do. Yeah. And I think they were kind of put off by that. The yeah. two the two guys I was working with, I don't think they were prepared for that. It was more like, especially at the time, it was, um, Allie, read the news and be quiet. Was one of the quotes I heard. Uh, you don't <laughs> tell Allie to be quiet. Please. No, you don't. <laughs> but those were the things that women heard. Yeah. And that was only, I mean, that was, well, I guess it was 20 years ago now, yeah. but these are the things in the early 2000s. Read the news and shut up. My yeah. boss never said that to me. Never. But the guys I worked with definitely thought it and said it to other people. Yeah. Over time, I started talking more in the city. I learned to love Milwaukee and the love I get from the women in the city. Yeah, definitely. I call them my squad, the girls. Because squad. It's my squad. Because it, we, <laughs> I love it. The sound we got this. <laughs> I love it. It's hard being a woman, especially then. A lot of times women were just didn't like women. Yeah. It was hard to kind of. It's barriers. You, you, mm-hmm. you basically broke down barriers and, and being. Man, within Milwaukee, you are a sacred. You are mm. a sacred woman. Really? You know, like I said, I've been listening to you through the years, and yeah. I, I, I've seen the the squad. The, the squad, faith squad. The girls. Yeah. The ladies. <laughs> I just came in, and my whole... Uh, from the start, I wanted to be their friends. Like, I wanted to be friends with the girls. Yeah. And I wanted that girl power. I was kind of ahead of my time, in that sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. How has it impacted your life, though? Because, I mean, mm-hmm. with radio and the whole movie, when you finally found your place here, mm-hmm. how has that impacted you as far as mm-hmm. your your life, personal life? Being a your, woman or working here? Or we, can, you... we could work both in. Tell, being me, a, tell me. Being a woman mm-hmm. in such a, a, a public figure role mm-hmm. and then just in a male this is a male dominated it industry. is male dominated yeah but here you are mm-hmm. you know what i mean you can't say kiss fm without saying ali <laughs> i'm being honest like yeah. that's the only thing that stands out Th- mm-hmm. think about how many people have come through the morning show mm-hmm. yeah You're still here i'm still here you're still here so how has mm-hmm. it impacted you in that way mm-hmm. um i think that it there were a lot of years mm-hmm. that i didn't understand my value Mm-hmm. Um, because I wasn't the host okay. of the show, yeah, and someone would leave, and then so- some a man would come in and be put as the host. And then oh some- wow! Someone would leave, and a man, you know, a man would always be put in front of me. Right. And and at the time, I thought, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't change my success mm-hmm. or how I feel on this station or how the listeners receive me or the bond I have with them. Yeah. But I came to learn over the years, it does matter. It yeah. does matter. Well, there comes a point where that you need to give respect where mm-hmm. respect is due. Yeah. I had to learn to stand up for myself. Yeah. And go, okay, you know what? It doesn't need to be so-and-so and so-and-so and Allie. <laughs> it doesn't need to be and so-and-so and so-and-so yeah. and Allie. You know, so yeah, I kind of, and it's gotten better for women. It's gotten Mm -hmm. a lot better. Women support women now, which has been great, but the women in the city have always been great. So that's my thing. No offense to the guys, but the women were the ones that I wanted the sisterhood, you know, that was important to me. Well, talking about, um, 
you know, those, those are the ladies mm-hmm. with the community. How how have with your platform? Because I mean, like I said, you've you've paved the way um, for women. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you used your your platform to basically entwine with the community? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that I like to do as much as I can with nonprofits. Mm-hmm. charities. People are always surprised when they reach out to me and ask me to do something. And I'm like, yes. I was surprised. No, yes. Let's um. go. <laughs> let's go. I'm, I I will say yes. Yeah. But a lot of people won't ask. And But if they ask, I'm in. So it's been great because mm-hmm. I feel like I do have this platform and we have a lot of fun. Yeah. We talk about our life and our families and silly stuff. And- I love the show. I mean, yeah. I, one of the, the the biggest things about the show is how involved you are with the the listeners. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what's his name? Calabama. <laughs> Ryan from Calabama. We're gonna yeah. <laughs> We're gonna throw that for Calabama. He's gonna love that. He's hey love man, that. I I hear you know when I'm listening on the way to work, I, I listen to that. He comes up a lot. And, the regulars. Well, the regulars, mm-hmm. and I love that you have you le- legitimately. I'm looking at the board right now, yeah. but there's a button there for mm-hmm. each one of them, and yeah. it's it's set in the presets, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, man. Yeah. I got to call in five times. <laughs> I need to get yeah. up there. <laughs> it started organically. You could do it. You too yeah. could have a theme song. If you, But it's yeah. hard because you have to get in now. Yep. The fo- you have to get into the phone lines. You have to call five days in a row. And so we have over 40 people now yeah. who have done that, that have their own theme song. Doesn't that get complicated? Like with, when... um, Yes. <laughs> How do we... you get to the button so fast? Because it's like. Well, we put them in alphabetical order. So that helps. Okay. And then. You have to remember doing this every day. You just get to know where buttons are. Yeah. Like I could do this show with my eyes closed, the morning show at this point. Like I don't realize how hard it would be for somebody else. You know what I mean? But I could come in here and just and not even think about it's not intimidating to me, the board, but I get that it would be to other people, you know? Yeah. The the one that that's memorable. I don't know if that's Mm. Caliban and you could tell everybody. Is is that his song? Okay. I was like, yeah, Yeah, I love love that song because I am. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, confidence is everything. So, you know, yeah, that's what I love about your show. Yeah. We call them the regulars and they're like, it's like, if this was a bar, Mm -hmm. These are the people that pull up every day. Yep, that's right. And we have lots of listeners who pull up every day, but they don't call every day because they have lives and kids. Mm-hmm. And I get it. And our regulars do too. But these people have become a core part of our show. Yeah. They're it, characters on our show. Well, that's what that's that's legitimately what what sets your show apart from other shows mm-hmm. on the radio station. Mm-hmm. Um to me, it's it's, it's homely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. It it, it brings yep. the vibes of of Milwaukee mm-hmm. and just being home. home. Yeah, well, that's why I love being on this podcast yeah. because <laughs> I thrive on being local. Yeah, this is what I live for. And you see, radio get more syndicated yep. over time, and it's like this is the one thing you can't duplicate our show anywhere else. Not at all. When you listen mm-hmm. to our morning show, you know you're in Milwaukee. Oh, you couldn't take our show and put it on in a different city because it wouldn't make sense when we're talking at about 76th in Oklahoma or, yep. you know, Brady Street or Water Street. It wouldn't make sense to other people. When no. people are calling in about the snow, nobody would understand that. But people here, uh, yeah. you know, I, I love home. Yeah. What makes it. what makes home home for you mm. being, living in Milwaukee? Mm. Well, I think the people have made it, mm. you know, great. Yeah, yeah. I love the Midwest. 
Yeah. I mean, no offense. I love the East Coast because they're spicy. Definitely. I love the spiciness. I try, I tried New York mm-hmm. and I tried moving. It yeah. just wasn't, it's too fast for me. Too I much. mean, I'm a Midwest, I'm a Midwest guy, small mm-hmm. town guy. Like I grew yeah. up in South Milwaukee practically my whole mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. From the third grade up. You yep. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I still have friends that are of 25 plus years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's um it's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So what it, was that like for you growing up in South Milwaukee? Um, you know, it, it, like, like I said, small town. I loved it. It's it's those small town connections that you have. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't it, it can't be beat. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, everyone knows everyone's yep. business. And the uh-huh. so I actually had to leave the nest because it was just <laughs> like, okay, it's time to move on from this. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's but, something about the people though in this city. Yeah, they make I mean, it this city. It, it, it's just knowing that how safe it is for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I, I I love Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee, I love the summer times. The summer times you can't beat. You go, summer is the best. You go out to Bayview, mm-hmm. that whole vibe. Then yep. you got Summerfest. Mm-hmm. You have the public market. Mm-hmm. It's just all these things. You you, our culture. Man, if people plugged in and tapped into the type of culture we have mm-hmm. here. I'd say in the rest of it, you can't yeah. touch us. Kind of like how you feel with the show. Yeah. Can't touch us. Absolutely. Can't touch us. No, I agree with you 100%. 100%. So you are a mother of two. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Lord help me. <laughs> I want to ask you, mm-hmm. how do they feel about their mom being a, a celebrity? <laughs> Well, that's, it's so funny because, you know, I don't think like I don't think of myself as a celebrity. I, it's hard to I just don't think about it, you know, yeah. until I go out and somebody says something to me and I'm like, oh, yeah, people listen. Yeah. You know, if I go to Walmart or Target, I'm just going to Walmart or I forget I'm on the radio, if that makes any sense. Definitely. And then somebody will say, oh, I heard you say this this morning. I'm like, oh, yeah. What did I say? I already forgot what I said, because when you're in a room like this, you forget people are listening. That's the other thing. Yeah. I mean, we go out into public and we meet people and I love that. But sometimes you forget yeah. that people are listening because you just feel like you're talking to the other people. Oh, in definitely. The room, definitely. Right? Yep. That's why the callers have been so great, all the regulars, because you get to talk to more people mm-hmm. locally. Um, but my kids, they oh, they think it's cool. Yeah. Sometimes their heads get a little big and I tell them to pipe down and I'm like, and I get it because I it would be cool if I had like, I'd be like, oh, if my mom was on the radio, I guess that would be cool. I think when they're teenagers, they're going to hate it Yeah, because I tell everything. <laughs> I tell embarrassing stories. <laughs> Did you see these sheets? <laughs> Did he tell you about these sheets? <laughs> I mean, they get, they're going to not like it when they're older. Right now, they think it's cool. Yeah. And I always tell them, I say, you are having so many cool experiences yeah. that most kids don't have. I was like, it's not normal to get to go sit courtside while yeah. the bucks warm up like you don't like i'm geeking out more than my kids are that's they right don't, they don't get it they don't I'm get like, it don't be entitled like you think this is normal this isn't normal, normal no. you know so that i worry because some of the stuff that yeah. the experiences they get because of my job they think is normal and it's not yeah it's not you know 
So I want them to stay humble in that sense. Yeah. But they just always want to come to work with me. They love coming. They love being on the radio. Well, I, I see. I met, I met one of them. You, you met Hudson. Okay, I met Hudson. Hudson or, oh, which one? I was with Hudson. Okay. Because yeah. I took them both mm -hmm. to their first Bucks game well, this year. Yeah, it was. It was uh, that was my... Um, mm -hmm. An anniversary yes. gift part of Aww. my wife knows that I love my bucks. Mm -hmm. This year has been kind of busy, so I haven't yeah. been able to get to a game. So that was my first game of the year. Oh, wow. And, you know, they've been having a great run. So good. I'm kind of like, uh, what do you call that? Uh, uh, don't step on a crack or you break your mom's back. Mm -hmm. uh, what's that? Uh, I'm looking for the word. Superstitious. Superstitious. Mm. There you go. I got you. So I've been, I'm like, okay, I haven't been going to the games and they've been doing great. <laughs> so you know what? Let's keep it this way. <laughs> oh, now you're scared. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I went I went to the finals when they um I went to game three. It was it amazing. Was, it was one of the best moments of my life. Mm -hmm. Being able to I had standing room only uh -huh. tickets. And um the usher was this little old lady and she was mm -hmm. such a sweetheart. And yeah. the first half, I'm I'm conversating, engaging with her, getting her into the chance with us. And, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, the half comes. So yeah. I go to the bathroom. I go get a drink. Yeah. Um, when we come back, she's like, go sit down. <gasps> and, uh, I, I, we were standing up the yeah. first half. No, we were sitting down the second half. But mm -hmm. love my bucks. And that's why this city's so great. It is. Because people mean, like that. Man. Mm -hmm. so, and I love how the bucks love milwaukee they do they, and they, they want to really, be local well you're a, you're a bucks ambassador mm -hmm. mm. it's been exciting this year that's how you got the the court side the court si yes yeah. that's not normal i mean that was a bucket, it's not that was a bucket list experience for me man if you you put me in and i'm watching brooke lopez <sighs> or you know Giannis or mm -hmm. or portis for that matter true mm -hmm. You know, I could name the whole team, but yeah. just being able to be that close yeah. and just That's crazy. I, I don't I don't ever get star studded, but that would probably put me in a mode of That was a lot. You're the original mm -hmm. team after fifty years mm -hmm. that took us to the championship. Yep. And man, mm -hmm. you're about to do it again. Yes, yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should go to games. I don't think it's you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it how you're like, Ooh. well, this this I mean our team this year is so yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's been a journey. It has. It has. Yeah. But they're an example of putting in the work yep. and being consistent yeah. over a period of time and sticking with it. And that's another reason I love the box, you yeah. know? Well, we're talking about journeys mm -hmm. and talking about being consistent. And, mm -hmm. you know, weight loss is a part of your journey. Mm -hmm. And 150? 150 pounds, pounds? I lost. Mm -hmm. You lost 150 pounds. I did. And seeing the confidence and the bravery mm -hmm. and the, the whole journey, you know, on your social platforms. Yeah. It's inspiring. Thank you. I will, I will tell you, I am a fan. I am rooting for you. you Thank you. Keep pushing. That is awesome. Thank it's you. it's just like that's motivation. Mm -hmm. I did it. It's still surreal for me. Like I don't mm -hmm. see what I, I see it, but I don't see it. Yeah. Like I look at the reflection and I see myself, but it's still surreal for me at yeah. times. And I have my body issues just like everybody else. You know, yeah. everybody's got their thing, but there was definitely some body dysmorphia there for a while okay. where I couldn't see what I looked like. I always thought okay. I was still weighed 150 pounds more, okay. you know, so it's gotten better over time. Yeah. And I felt more confident over time. Yeah. I feel great. I have more energy than ever. 
I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life, you know, and who would have thought at this age? <laughs> you know I, mean, what I mean, honestly, you know, it, so, it, that goes to show like at any given moment, you can change. A hundred percent. I lost that weight when I was 39. Wow. 39. So, I mean, anytime. <laughs> you Roll can do it in it. there. You can do it, ladies and gentlemen, anytime. So, and it's been four years now that I've kept it off. And I didn't realize, you know, when I started doing it, I yeah. just kind of went through the motions. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it was going to inspire other people yeah. to do it. That never even occurred to me. Yeah. It's wild. And I still don't think I understand until I meet people who are like, I lost a hundred pounds because I saw you. And I'm like, wow. But I'm like, but you did that. Like, I didn't do that. Yeah. I might have inspired you, but you did all the work. And yeah. so you get the credit for that. And that's true with anyone, yeah. you know, that has done that. But I didn't know, I, I couldn't have, if you had told me four years ago that this would have been my story today, yeah, I never would have believed it. Well, like I said, just seeing the whole following, seeing, mm -hmm. seeing what you've accomplished. Mm -hmm. um, but they've loved me no matter what. They've, this city there's never the, been judgment. No, this the listeners yeah. have loved me big or little. Yeah. And you know, or big or average size, whatever, you know. Yeah. It's, it's not skinny. Strong is the new skinny, I always say. But they've always loved me. Yeah. You know, so that I love about our listeners and the city, you know. Okay. You're right. No judgment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't feel that towards anybody either. It's a it's a it's a inspiring, inspiring thing. And like I say, you keep going. Thank you keep you. going, woman. You Thank got you. this. How good I feel makes me want to keep. That's yeah. what that's what pushes me. For sure. Is how good it feels. You know, I have a zest for life. I have a new zest for life. That's right. So um, so yeah, man. Um through this, you know, you there's so much volume within you. Um, what type of legacy do you like hope to leave behind mm -hmm. when when the the headphones and the microphones <laughs> are hung up. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, no, I like, oh, this is such a wild question. I think that there definitely has to be the fact that I am now a female hosting mm -hmm. a radio morning show. <clears throat> and you just wouldn't have seen that yeah. when I started in radio. You wouldn't have seen a female hosting a show a female would have been the second or third mic and she wouldn't have been allowed to talk as much as I talk. And she definitely would have been hosting the show. Now you see it all the time. Yeah. And I love that. So I hope that, you know, I change things for women and, yeah. and the, and what they have are capable of doing. And I show them that they can do that. Yeah. I hope that, you know, I'm just remembered for, Trying to do the right thing, which is, you know, I've screwed up a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, I've, we're all human. I know. I've done a lot of dumb stuff. I've been mm -hmm. not nice to a lot of people and I've tried, but I've always wanted to do the right thing. And I hope that I'm remembered for that. Yeah. And, you know, as loud and as obnoxious and as opinionated as I can be. Yeah. Um, I just hope that, you know, I'm just remembered for the heart that I have and, you know, and I want people to be good people. Yeah. I wish I could change everybody, but yeah. I think we know that's not going to happen. <laughs> people are people. Well, you have a partner in crime in mm -hmm. the studio again. <laughs> Another one. Yeah. Another well, one. How is it with your new 
person. DZ. DZ. You know, <laughs> I have to tell you, this is the best morning show mm-hmm. I feel like I've ever been a part of. Like I said, I've been through six morning shows at Kiss yeah. FM when I thought it out. And when we knew we needed to find somebody to come mm. in and replace my last partner, Riggs, yeah. we looked around and DZ had worked in this building for many years. He had started as a baby intern on our sports station. Yeah. And he was just this guy that was always in the building, always hustling, always wanting to pick up jobs and be on the air and help on the morning show and do things to help us. And everybody loved him. Yeah. He was just one of those guys. He had this magnetic that personality. Energy. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And so when we were looking for somebody, we hit him up. And we yeah. I was like, hey, you know, like, what do you think? I went and had lunch with him. Our bosses went and talked to him because everybody knew him. He had worked here for, you know, many a years, almost 10 yeah. years. He wasn't here at the time because we'd cut so many people with COVID. And I think he was a little nervous about coming back because yeah. when you get let go from anywhere yeah you're scared when they try to court you back but i said you know you were never let go because of anything of your doing it was just the world sucked (laughs) you know well when a world takes a shift like that i mean everyone is was impacted everyone everyone and i'm so glad he agreed to come and do the show with me because he has been such a breath of fresh air Mm -hmm. um I didn't realize how much the show needed to evolve. It was time for the yeah. show to evolve. And he and I are both big personalities. Yeah. And I hadn't really had that mm-hmm. on this show. Someone it's, with just a- excitement to bring yeah. to the show. I, I mm-hmm. mean, like Riggs being on the before that, mm-hmm. you know, Riggs was, I always felt was reserved. Very. Listening Very. to it. But now you got wet by Wednesdays. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yes. Wet by Wednesdays. I'm working on my Spanish. Uh, yeah. It's getting better. <laughs> I love it because, you know, not only did you bring a new host, but you diversified it. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Me being a minority yeah. in the city. Um, I take pride in that. I'm Puerto mm-hmm. Rican. So Absolutely. it's like, you know, uh, seeing a, a minority in the seat where mm-hmm. being recognized, it, it, yep. it brings, it, it shows the world like things are changing. We And we need to represent the and city. We do. And that's that's what embodies the, mm-hmm. the, the culture of this city. Mm-hmm. You know, New York is a melting pot. A hundred percent. But we are a melting pot as well. That's People right. think we are this small city. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. If you watch the Bucks at the finals, we know how to get lit. That's right. That's <laughs> right. But seriously. Seriously. No, I'm happy he's here. And I'm happy that like you said, kids can look at him. Yeah. You know, he's Colombian. He's yeah. black. He represents a lot of people that listen to us who weren't, didn't have, rep- we should have representation. This morning yep. show needed to evolve. Yeah. And I get that. Yeah. Just how I would feel that way if there was no woman, you yeah. know? I mean, come on. So I didn't realize mm-hmm. until he was here yep. how much it was overdue. It, brought, it was yeah. overdue and it brings that flavor and that spice. And yeah, it, and, and I geeked out when I heard him say Wepa over uh, the, because yeah. that's a that's a chant for Puerto Ricans. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Like when he said that, I'm like, my boy, <laughs> my boy. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you can relate. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So Absolutely. it was awesome. And when he started our, I got on a Zoom call with some of our bosses and they said, Allie, you sound really happy. There you go. And I said, I am happy. happy. I said, this is the best. This is the best show. Who would I felt like I've been doing mornings with him forever. And it's yeah. only been 
since the beginning of 2023. And you, I, in my mind, I forget that I ever did shows with anybody else, which is kind of strange. Well, I I feel like when you have a a jump like that and it's something new and you know the energy coming off of it, Mm -hmm. it is just, it's, it's a lane change. Mm Mm-hmm. Why? Why wanna like? I, I I get it. You gotta remember your past. That's who made you. But at nah. the same time, it's like you're looking forward, mm-hmm. and this is what's forward looks yeah. like. And you know, I always believe when um cards don't line up, <laughs> and they remove themselves. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Karma is a great person if you're on the right side. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Go back to do the right thing. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. What has this career meant to you? Yeah. No. 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 I. It's such a hard question. I really do think I have to reflect more. But I think I've been so lucky to have a job that I go to every day that I love, Mm -hmm. that is fun, that feels natural to me. I've always felt like I belong here. Um, And now to kind of stop and realize, wait, like you started out this year as the host and you're a female, yeah, you are, I'm now mentoring people yeah, and that's wild. Cause I still feel like I'm 20, you know? Yeah. And for I'm sure. not. So when I see our old interns and they ask me for advice or mm-hmm. references, I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> like, don't let your life pass you by. <laughs> like, stop and take in this moment. Isn't it? Yeah. Like, where You've it comes around. For this, for, yeah. But you didn't re- stop and realize it. And mm-hmm. now you're here. And so I kind of have those moments. And I've had to watch other people around me oh, in the city, gr- you know, other women yeah. that I've seen kind of work up to their positions. And I go, oh, like, we, we're here. We're I, here. I, you know, when you talk about that, you know, even with the, the platform that I've set up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've grinded since the very beginning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there hasn't been no let up. I know the vision I have for it. Mm-hmm. And just... That's so important. And it, it, it really is. And mm-hmm. I've never veered off Sorry. from that. You know, quality over quantity. That mm-hmm. is a big thing with me. You know, yep. I, I want to represent this city the best way I can. Mm-hmm. I want to set myself apart. But I also want to show how special this place is. Mm-hmm. So it's like getting to talk to all these these different walks of life like you mm-hmm. and then hearing your stories, hearing your journey and just th- thinking about the the impact. There's so many definitions to success, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, coming out of a pandemic, mm-hmm. that that's an impact. Like, imagine our kids. What grade was your kids in when? Um, First and third. So mine were in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. So this year, they've never really had a regular year. But, you know, what it's meant to me to have people trust me Mm -hmm. with their story Mm -hmm. is kind of like how I see where you're talking what this is meant to you, Mm -hmm. where it's coming around for full circle. Mm -hmm. I hope when I get there one day where where it's like that, you know, Mm -hmm. to embrace that moment kind of like you did. You're well on your way. You're hustling. Oh, man. You know, I do have a team and I got to shout them out. Steven Van Plu, Nick K. I can't pronounce his last name. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> and uh, Michael Cooper. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, you see the face. Mm-hmm. You see the face. But there's so many other people in the background that are working as hard to, to mm-hmm. provide this content. So yeah. 
Um, yeah. yeah, when I hear you talk about what this has meant to you, it just makes me reflect uh, so far where I'm at and, mm-hmm. and just hope that one day I can get to, to where, you know what I mean? You're at and, and where it comes around full circle and it hits mm-hmm. you and, and you're like, happens. whoa, yeah, <laughs> whoa, yeah. yeah. And you're sitting there interviewing Giannis one day. That is the goal. And, and it's going to happen. Like, whoa. It's going to happen. Giannis. I believe it. Yeah. Because I believe you set your mind to it. Mm-hmm. You can absolutely manifest things. That, I believe that. I believe oh, yeah. mindset is mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. I've learned that with my weight loss. I've learned that with my success on this show. Yeah. Believing in yourself, knowing you're good enough and you can do it. And having the work ethic and the hustle yeah. and sp- going to work all day and then coming and when you're tired. Oh, definitely. You know, setting up everything and doing your show. Yeah. You you have your ups and I have my ups and downs, just like you have your sure. ups and downs. And, uh, you know, I quit drinking about over a year and a half ago. Okay. That was my biggest potential blocker. Was okay. The minute I let go of that is when this was born. Mm. This and, and, and you know how when you, you, you break a habit, mm-hmm. you usually create another one. Well, when I started reading books for the first time since freshman year of high school. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it really puts your mind into this, like how you said, this manifestation and this mm-hmm. this law of attraction. Yep. You know, 100%. what you say, you know, I, I am going to, I'm going to interview Giannis. Yes. I, 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 you know, that that's the goal. You know, mm-hmm. you always have some. So when I get there, there's going to, it's going to be more, you know, yep. it never stops. I believe, I truly yeah. believe that. And I believe you will. Yeah. And I believe that you know that but, and it will happen. Well, I'm, I am, I'm just happy right now that I'm in the studio with you. And I feel honored because you are such, oh my God, <laughs> you are a sweetheart. You oh, are awesome. You. You're great. Um, what advice would you give mm-hmm. to aspiring? Let's let's where this is gonna be two parts. Okay, okay. All right. Come at me. What you got? <laughs> aspiring young women mm. who are entering this business. Mm. I would say believe in yourself. Yep. Don't take no for an answer. Always believe that you can lead. And you don't have to be in the background, especially a male-dominated business. Yeah. Um, We are in the stage of women supporting women. And I love that. I love it. It is great because I remember when women didn't support women and we were really nasty to each other. Yeah. And I'm so glad that we have turned a corner and women are awesome. I mean, they're, they're holding it down and... It's just, I think that I would say you're just as valuable as your counterparts. Yeah. And remember that and go for what you want. Don't sit by and think you can't host the show. Yeah. Because you're a woman. Yeah. You know, don't, 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 but, don't let that get into your head. Like yeah, it did that's, mine. That's, that's mm-hmm. serious. And, and, mm-hmm. and you got to have that bravery. You have to advocate for yourself. Yes. And that was something I didn't even learn until. My late thirties. I mean, that's that's yeah. that's a lot of years. I didn't advocate for myself enough, you know. I mean, like I said earlier in the in the in the show, um, you know, at any age, you can. It just shows that you could start yeah. over. It took thirty two years, mm-hmm. you know, thirty two years for me mm-hmm. to finally say, "Hey, I'm sick and tired of the same old same." But I want um, something different. So here's the second part. Oh, okay. What's the second part? So our youth within the inner city. What mm-hmm. advice would you give them? Oh man. This is tough. 
because it's a rough world. It is. It's really tough. It is. And these kids have a lot against them, but Mm -hmm. they have a lot going for them. Mm -hmm. If they just can find the right outlets and the, the right people around them. I think that art is so important Mm -hmm. because music is an art. All the things you can do now with social media, with creativity, Mm -hmm. there's so many outlets to find what you love to do. I feel, I feel like that too. Like, you know, you know not everyone um, learns in the same mold as, yeah. you know, textbook. Mm-hmm. No, so I wasn't that. I definitely wasn't that, that student. Mm-hmm. I was energetic. I was, yeah. had a loud mouth, you know, mm-hmm. you, you were explaining yes. yourself and I'm like, Hi. yeah, that was me. Yes. Like, but um, music was something I tapped into to express myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I would have did it in high school, but drama, like, uh, oh, like uh, acting, like I, I wish I would have tapped in it. Yeah, um, but it I, wasn't cool. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Exactly. That's the thing with a lot of the you say arts, but yep. it really music, acting, yeah. even video editing, all these things we do now with creativity, it all goes together. You know, whether you're into painting or whatever you like to do, you want to do murals yeah. across the city. There's so many things you can do. And I just hope that, you know, kids see that there's just a lot of things you can do in the yeah. city that can make you happy and, and you can make it happen. Well, man. What advice would you give? Do it. To kids. You know, Nike got to just do it. But <laughs> yeah. like, I, I honestly curious. make that leap. Mm-hmm. Make that leap. Because what, what's mm-hmm. the worst that could happen? You fail. That's yeah. how you learn. Yeah. When you fail, like I, I, I want to bring my kids. I have four, mm-hmm. and I want them to look at all these stories of different versions of success, mm-hmm. and and what truly matters to them. Yeah. Tap in on what truly matters to you. Yeah. I. That's that's for me. That I. That's what I want. That that's reasoning behind this platform. You know, it's funny what you said. I really took to yeah. heart what you said about how you were an energetic kid. Yep. And you really had to find somewhere to put that energy that you enjoyed that was positive. And Mm -hmm. now you're going to change lives and do all these things in Milwaukee and change the city with your influence and interviews. But I think that's an important thing to point out about you is that can change anyone's life and you can, you will inspire others by going, Hey, whatever that boisterous, you know, energy you have is there's somewhere to put that for you. I, and and, and I, I love the city and mm-hmm. I, I love, you know, especially since I've been doing this, the people who've who've joined the journey, mm-hmm. you and so many others, you know, that it, it's it's humbling and it's just it's a it's a mission. We're going to continue. We're going to mm-hmm. keep me and my team are going to keep continuing it and just, you know, who knows? Uh, in the future, that a documentary can be in play, and we could really go into depth. Yeah, you better keep it going. Oh, I gotta keep it going. I'm not worried though. Like <laughs> I can tell, you're gonna keep it going. You're gonna be just fine. I'm not worried about you. Man. You're gonna do great. Well, I appreciate those words, mm-hmm. but I more than that, I appreciate you so much for for coming on here and and just sharing a, another side of you, mm-hmm. and and just being here and representing the city we love. You know, mm-hmm. um, thank you. Keep on rocking. Because I'm going to keep on listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll have WEPA Wednesdays. And WEPA Wednesdays especially. <laughs> um, definitely. I, I think that, and I appreciate you asking me, because I'm, I mean, tr- I, believe it or not, I'm like flattered that 
you know, you wanted mm. me to be on your show. So thank you for that. Seriously. Respect goes where respect is due. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, with that being said, <laughs> thank you again. I love this. This was such a, a great, mm -hmm. this is like bucket list for me. <laughs> Really? This is a bucket list for me. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, it's been a bucket list for somebody to interview me. Oh, nobody ever interviews me. How about that? Boom. How about that? <laughs> like, no, this is a bucket list moment for me. Yeah. Finally, somebody asked me some questions. Yeah. I'm, always asking other people, I'm always asking other people questions. Well, I appreciate you. And uh, with that, spearhead out.